This is the station with all your music in one place. Hey, 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 it's 101.9, and we're here to win the contest this morning for Metallica. So, again, seventh caller, seventh caller. Oh, here's the seventh caller. All right, caller, what's your name? Hey, man, this is Jim. Am I really on here, man? I love listening. I listen to you guys all the time while I'm out there on the track to plow. Are you ready for the question for the Metallica ticket? Heck yeah, I'm ready to go see Metallica. Ready. All right, so here's your question. There's a train, and it's leaving from town A, going towards town B. There's also a train going from town B to town A. Now, the distance between the two towns is 58 miles an hour. Train A is going 52 miles an hour, and train B is going 28 miles an hour. When will they meet? Well, shoot, if you calculate for stops and you also do the mass divided by the force multiplied by the uh, acceleration, uh, I think you probably get there about 10.30. Ooh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. We were looking for 10.43. Yeah, what's up, man? It's Deviante, bro. It's Deviante. You ready to answer the question? Oh, yeah, man. I'm ready for that Metallica, bro. That go be tight. In 1893, when... Antoinette Stone was driving the first motorized carriage, quote-unquote, so they called it. Where did they stop for gas? Dude, they probably, uh, they probably stopped over there at the 7-Eleven, boy. That's where I stopped buying gas and some zigzags and some cigarillo, bro. That's, what, that's where I stopped. Ah, we were looking for There are no gas stations at that time and no cars. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to Metallica this weekend. So, appreciate you. I'm Micah. And I'm Chris. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. It's been a great week. Hey, we're dropping our video today whenever we release this podcast, aren't we? The 18th, which is today. Yeah, it's going to be great. So go see Church Rescue and all of our uh, fun hijinks that come out of our minds. And it's only part one, so uh, get hooked on it so that uh, when part two and part three come out, uh, y'all be thrilled. I'll tell you, it's like... uh... Alice in Wonderland in my mind. It's like an amusement park ride. It just keeps going and going and going, and there's fun stops, and there's ups and highs and lows, and you're like, what the crap is going on in here? Listen, if we had all the money in the world, trust me, there would be a trash world, and it would be great. So we appreciate all y'all for being here uh, all over the country, the great country of the United States, and around the world. Where are some of the places around this country and around the world? Ah, uh, man, did you know that we got some new listeners in Africa? I feel the rain down in Africa. That's not right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, you know what? Uh, South America is the only continent we don't have that listens to us. And Antarctica. But uh, we're, we're only two away from uh, having all seven other continents listen to us. Listen, if we have Antarctica listen to us, that is a feat in and of itself. Okay? Just saying. Yeah. The penguins are listening or something. I don't know. Or that secret Nazi base that they always talk about. Yeah, man. Uh, the uh, Over there in the Middle East, over there in Singapore, over there in the UK, over there in Ireland, in England, in Canada. Uh, Florida's been a big one. Um, of course, our home state of Texas, Georgia. Um, also in the Midwest, Nebraska, Ohio, Kansas is not the Midwest, but you know. Iowa. Oh, yeah, Iowa, too. It's been great. Iowa, yeah. Oregon, Washington, California, 
New Mexico. Man, it's all over the place. We really appreciate it. So, you ready to kick this puppy off, man? I'm ready, man. Let's kick it off. All right. So, we're going into our first segment, which is our old-fashioned donut or a story from our past or just a little bit from our past. So, today, we're going to talk about the many phases in which Bika and Chris have evolved. So, I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out there that try to figure it out. Hey, there's a lot of adults that try to figure out what they want to do with their life. But hey, we've had plenty of ideas, huh? And what we've thought about it and kind of phases of what we've gone through. This is not a phase, but Micah and I were literally just talking about this before the podcast. We were talking about how, like, uh, back in the day, we used to wear, uh, both of us would wear gym shorts underneath our jeans. And, like, everybody did that. So it was, like, number one, so you could change into gym class real quick. And then number two, so uh, if you wanted to hoop, you'd just be ready, boy. You'd just be taking off your you know, jeans and you're ready to go ball. So uh, I, I don't know when I stopped doing that, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a part of my phase. Hey, I still do it sometimes. I don't know. Just like sometimes you got to have the gym shorts under the jeans. It is what it is. We've talked about the nerd phase of Christopher, and I don't know if you really, I guess you kind of did have a phase back then too, but you can go ahead and start it off, man. So the interesting phase, and this was kind of a forced upon phase, I guess is what I would say, or I guess I didn't know too much better. So um, my first phase was kind of, a, I tried to be a skateboarder without a skateboard. Do you remember that? Was this the blonde highlights phase or did that come later <laughs> no that was the blonde highlights phase yeah yeah <laughs> there used to be a thing back in the day it was called frosted tips where you would just literally dye the ends of your ends of your uh hair and micah dyed his hair blonde one time not all blonde but partly blonde. boy i got made fun of for that one i'll tell you that that much that wasn't so you also have to think too like coming from europe that was extremely popular in germany and stuff like that not so much in the States, especially not in the South. But, um, so there was that, um, I don't know. My folks really wanted to go shop in the mall. Like, especially when we moved back from Germany, they were like, oh no, we got to like buy clothes from the mall and stuff. It was kind of like a statement piece, I guess. So we would always go to PacSun. Like you're, is PacSun even a thing anymore? I think it is. I think they turn, turned it into Zoomies or I don't know. I think it's still a thing though. It's one of those type shops. Well, I tell you this much: it was, uh, it's definitely, it was definitely different back then than it was now. It was, it was kind of, it wasn't quite like hot topic, but it was definitely geared towards skaters, I would say, and then also surfers. There was a lot of lots of Billabong stuff, and then like Element Independent were some of the brands that were in there. Yes, and I actually fun fact for you guys: so I didn't have an older brother, and Micah was like younger than me, but he grew like faster than I did so I always get would get Micah's hand-me-downs and so yeah I remember getting some of those element stuff some of those billabong stuff but they were like already way out of style by the time I got them so yeah I mean they were kind of going out of style whenever whenever I was getting them and whatnot but I just remember getting made fun of because it's like do you even skateboard it's like no it's like well you kind of can't wear that stuff did you have bands I, I fully remember you having bands at one point I did yeah. yeah, I think I got those hand-me-downs, too, because I remember you having Vans. That was part, also part of the skater thing, but you didn't skate. <laughs> you didn't even have a skateboard. So I actually did have a skateboard at one point, one time, and listen, I busted myself on it a couple times, and it just sat there. Yeah, so. man. I don't know. I, that was kind of a weird phase. I definitely remember that. Uh, what, you would say that was probably, like, what, fifth, sixth grade? Maybe earlier? Yeah, a little earlier. That was uh, like fourth grade the second time. <laughs> 
For the, oh, yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I've failed fourth grade, so I uh, refer to it as fourth grade the first time and the second time. In your defense, though, in your defense, you had come to the States, and you were going through fourth grade, and you had just come from Germany, and you came from a military base, so you're kind of a little bit behind, so it's not really your fault. Oh, no, yeah, no, like, extremely behind, like, I was really, really behind, so it was, it was what it is, but... Yeah, you always gotta, you gotta count it though, you know. Do you want to know the, um, this was like a very brief phase for me, but do you remember my Fonzie Happy Days phase? Do you remember that? Yeah, (laughs) with the leather jacket. (laughs) So after the nerd phase, it was like, oh man, I don't know what happened. Maybe I had just started watching Happy Days, but the nerd phase really went away and somehow... I got this leather jacket, man, and I boy, he I played it up. He loved that leather jacket. I I carried a comb. Uh, Yeah, I popped a collar. Everything that was kind of short lived, though. That was maybe like six months into sixth grade. It wasn't. It wasn't that long. What do you remember? What stopped it? Like what made you? What made you stop? Uh, you know, and this is gonna sound like really like ooh, Jesus, he Sunday school, but like we had, I went on a spiritual retreat. Um, like with the church and stuff, and God was like, "That's not who you are. You need to stop trying to be something you're not." And I was like, "Yeah, you right, God." So I was like, "Yeah." I kind of felt bad about wearing the leather jacket and stuff because I was like, "This isn't really who I am." I still like the leather jacket, and I still wore it, but I didn't try to do the Fonzie thing. I didn't like pop the collar or nothing. <laughs> that was a very interesting phase. Do you do you want to go into your next phase? Yeah. So my next phase. How do I put this in a PG term? Like, I want to put it in a different... Okay, so... I'll just say it like this. I tried to dress like I was black. Yeah, I think that <laughs> the was the time. next phase for me. We that, It was what they called the wankster phase, uh, called white gangster. And so that is when a white boy tries to dress uh, like a black dude. And uh, it's not like, it's like, oh, I'm doing blackface. But you're like, oh, I want to hang out with the urban, the hip-hop crowd. You're wearing this back then, especially you're wearing the saggy jeans. You're wearing the flat bill hat. I I think I had that phase at the same time. Like we both kind of had that phase, and it wasn't like we were like, "Ooh, uh, Micah's doing this or Chris is doing this, so I'm gonna do it." Like I was hanging out with the African American community, and it was the it was the same way for me. And my like I started going through that um, like seventh eighth grade something like that, and I really started getting into rap music real big. And uh, I mean, I would say that was at Big time with Atlanta rap was, I would say probably hitting its. It, if it wasn't hitting its peak, it was pretty high up there. I mean, it was big influence in our area. Well, it was like what we talked about. Like I tried hanging out with like some of the the white kids and stuff, and it wasn't like I was racist. Like, oh, I'm only gonna hang out with white kids. But like I was trying to find like my friend group, and I, of course, you know, all through high school and middle school, I really never quite had a friend group per se. Um, but like sitting with people at lunch and doing class projects, man, like the African-American community, they welcomed, they were like, yeah, you a cool white boy. Like you could come hang out with us. Like they gave me nicknames and stuff like good nicknames and they stuck. And so like, I was like, oh man, these people like, like me, man. Like this group of people likes me and I'm going to hang out with them and they're cool. They don't make fun of me. Whereas like uh, a lot of other people like made fun of me. And so they were like totally cool with me. Um, and so I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be like them. And I started talking like them. And of course you're middle school. So like everybody does that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And you, you're trying to find your own way. I remember in my case, um, like there were some folks that lived in my neighborhood who also, um, like went to school with me and 
you know, there was always basketball spots. Like, I remember we'd always go over to this, this one lady's house. We used to call her Little Strawberry. Why? Because her mom's name was Strawberry, and she was just like her mom. And for some reason, she had a basketball goal, so we would all go over there. And I don't know. It was like, what you were talking about, it's weird how it keeps coming back to basketball. But when Chris talked about, you know, that's why you wear the gym shorts underneath, it was just like that. Your friends would come around and go, hey, we're going down to Little Strawberry's house. You want to come play basketball? Yeah, absolutely. And it was pretty fun. I mean, it was always a good time. And I don't know. Like Chris said, they always accepted me a lot better than some of the snooty white folks did. I'll tell you that much. The next phase for you after that was like you kind of jumped into the cowboy phase. I had one more phase after that. Or not uh, right before the cowboy phase, but it was like my baseball player phase. Do you remember that? <laughs> Where like I dressed like a baseball player and like I don't oh, know. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. act like a jerk like a baseball player, but I like wore a lot of the like baseball stuff and everything. Was was that around the same time you were playing rec basketball or baseball? I think so. Yeah, and I can't. Do you remember? I think the Marine phase was like before the Cowboy phase, right? I think it was like I think it was like your freshman or sophomore year in high school. Yeah, I also had like a quote unquote Marine phase where I really wanted to go into the Marines, so I like shaved my head and everything, and was like, yeah. And I remember like taking a picture and not smiling, not smiling. Uh, I was me mugging the camera because that was I still remember that was that a thing, man. In, in your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> But, the, the but dirty let me tell you, man, like, the like the African-American community, my friends, they, they hyped me up. They were like, yeah, man. They were like, yeah, that's your mug shot right there, man. That's your mug. <laughs> they was like, they was like you, you gangster right there. They was like, you gangster because you ain't smiling. He was like, that's a real gangster right there. I was like, yeah, I'm a real gangster. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. Yeah, you got, but I was just th- like, they hype you up so <laughs> But much. I was just like this little sheltered out like christian boy like that's what i was like ultimately at the end of the day that's what i was was like this sheltered christian boy and um uh, but i remember taking a picture of me not smiling and me shaving my head and i posted on facebook and this girl commented and she was like why don't you smile and i was like because marines don't smile she's like well my brother's a marine and he smiles and i was like okay but anyways, go on to the next point. Well, your brother, well, your brother, no, I'm just, yeah, and I guess around that same time, um, well, it wasn't really around the same time. Mine was a little bit later on. Okay, so I guess, yeah, you're right. So Western wear or cowboy phase came first, and I'll tell you why. Did I ever tell you why I started, like, that whole phase started? I think you, I think you said, I want to stand out. And I'm going to be different than everybody else. And nobody else is wearing a cowboy hat, so I'm going to be Yeah, no, and that was was part of it. And uh, so this was my freshman year of high school. And middle school was all right. You know, I was okay liked. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of of weird. Looking back, I was like, yeah, I kind of would have been a little like, oh, that kid's kind of weird too. But, um, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't liked in middle school, right? But you go to high school, high school's totally different, right? High school was totally different than middle school, and um, it was very, it was way more cliquish. I guess middle school, it wasn't, so I guess my middle school, it wasn't very big, but the high school I fed into was massive. So a lot of those people that you just got along with because they're in your class or you know them or whatever, um, will stop talking to you all of a sudden or just randomly whatever or start making fun of you randomly, right? Stuff like that. And uh, I remember that year, it was like, um, 
I got made fun of my clothes a lot. Like, got made fun of, like, a, with a bunch of stuff. And uh, ended up going to a rodeo there in Augusta. Like, happened to have some, like, Western stuff. And I already had a pair of boots at the time. And I like, put that on. And I was like, you know what? Like, I feel pretty confident. And, like, I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, you know what? I look pretty darn good, actually. And uh, was like, you know. And at the time, I was kind of wanting to get into the rodeo scene, too. And so I was like, you know what? be different and um but i knew like changing my style um only the true ones were going to stick with you you know and that's what happened a lot of my a lot of the people who didn't stick with me they wouldn't have been good friends anyways and man like the moment i switched uh the way i dressed there's a lot of people that left my life for wearing a cowboy hat yeah it's crazy man especially in georgia like even though it's kind of southern and stuff it's still not like I don't know. Um, and I and I was like, They're stuck oh, up, man, bro. I was like, oh, yeah, like Micah's doing this is really cool. And I was like, like, there was always like that cowboy in me, like from a very young. I was like, man, I want to wear boots. OK, time out, time out, time out. You know where that came from? I'll tell you exactly where that came from. This man is a ginormous Walker, yes, Texas Ranger. Exactly. Fan. That's exactly okay? where it came from. <laughs> Listen, and so that's whatever, whenever it started happening, it was. I mean, you should have seen his first hat and the first, like, the first style you had was Walker, Texas was Ranger. a Walker. I mean, it yes. was. Walker, Texas Ranger is who I aspire to be. It really is. Um, On the inside. But, yeah, and then I started dressing that way, and then everybody was like, oh, yeah, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> and that's the, all of the jokes they made. Either that or the steers and... Yeah, the other thing. Uh, but... That, that cowboy phase kind of lasted a good minute, probably until about, I don't know, until like... Until after Boot Corral. Yeah, until after Boot... Well, even with Boot Corral, it still lasted. I just didn't wear a cowboy hat as much. I mean, I still wear boots. You still wear boots. Um, I still have all my Western wear. Yeah, but I just wear like a baseball hat. Like, I, I wear more of the relaxed Western wear, especially in the fall now. Like, I'll wear the button-down shirt, the jeans, and the and the boots, and the hat. Like, I'll wear my cowboy hat, like, every now and then, but it's just, like, not comfortable to wear. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a big thing. And the thing I would hate the most, let me tell you this, I would hate the most when people at school would sit on my hat, they would take my hat, or they would, like, crush my hat. Like, they would, there were several times. Or crinkle the brim, like, grab it by the brim. There yeah. were several times where I had to, like, get a new cowboy hat. And, like, I put my cowboy hat, like, on my backpack in gym class, and, like, somebody, like, you could tell somebody just, like, thrown their backpack and, like, crushed my hat. And, like, I had to get a straw hat, like, a new straw hat. Luckily, they were none of my felt hats, but. I had a, I had a person full-on frisbee it. Like, grab the brim of it, like, frisbee it across the room to somebody. Yeah, for those of y'all listening, that is a big no-no. You don't touch a man's hat. That's disrespectful. That's really disrespectful. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big no-no. Big no-no. But, yeah, it was, uh, so, there was that. Um, my next, so, you know, this is an extended old fashioned donut, but we're going to keep on going. Uh, my next phase was, um, went to, or I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy after that. So I guess you had your kind of wanting to go into the military phase. I had my, you know, I wanted to be a pilot, but I wanted to go into the Air Force Academy way, um, you know, to get a leg up, but then also get the cream of the crop training or so you would think, right? The cowboy phase was the last phase for me. And then it's just kind of morphed into my like own style. Like it's just been like, 
whatever I want to wear, whatever is comfortable. Uh, Micah's has morphed into the dad style, uh, even though he doesn't have kids. But I'm get I'm getting that way too. It's comfortable. Like you start wearing the dad shorts, and you're like, "Ooh, this is comfortable." Like right now, like you're the older you get, the more it is about com comfortability, and like you don't really care. Like, I, I don't. I really don't know why. Like, on especially where I live right now, like we just barely got out of the hundred degree heat. So I mean, it's just it's too dang hot to be wearing all sorts of stuff. I, I think back sometimes and I'm like, how in the heck did I wear jeans and work outside in jeans all in them 13 MWZs all dang day? I will say this, though, and like this is kind of shows you how much me and Micah share a brain. But I think we have kind of gotten into that Hawaiian shirt <laughs> phase unintentionally yeah. because there have been, <laughs> been several times where like, you know, me and Micah, like we live like at least six hours away from each other. And like whenever we go to see each other, like. We'll go meet up for lunch or dinner, and then, like, we show up, and it's like, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, hey, nice shirt, dude. There was, there was even one time, I'm telling on this right now, but there was even one time we showed up um, to eat somewhere, I think, and it was like, did you get them shirts from Wal shorts from Walmart? It's like, yeah, I did. It's like, I got them same shorts. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I yeah, got them I was same like, shorts. We're wearing the same it's wild how that happens. But, yeah, that's a little bit of the phases of Micah and Chris. Uh, you know, you go from being Bonzi to just wearing. I, I do find myself wearing a lot, especially in the summertime. I do wear a lot of wrestling shirts now. Uh, but, I mean, that's just that's not, like, really a phase. It's just, like, it's just wearing T-shirts. You were talking about having earlier uh, before the podcast, you were talking about having shorts from back in the seventh grade, you know. The folks at home can't see this, but the shirt that I'm wearing right now, I mean, how old is this thing? This thing's probably from sophomore year of high school. It's its interesting how that stuff, it's like if it... Well, I, I can't see it because it's dark. It's a its a Dave Scamsey shirt. Uh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Yeah, but I've, I've, I've always been a t-shirt guy. There's some people like, yeah, I'm not a t-shirt person. I've always been a t-shirt guy. Yeah, I liked it. But back to the Hawaiian shirt, I'll tell you this much. That uh, Coca-Cola one was pretty dope. Sorry, we'll get off the we'll get off uh, wardrobe. This isn't uh, low-carb butter for <laughs> Oh, yeah, we told we told the fans we wouldn't do that. Though. That's right. It's our podcast. Yeah, the next segment is the Jelly Donut, and that's the Jail Report. It's been a while since we've done this, but this week we're going back and we are going to do Florida Man stories. Gotta love Florida Man. Okay, so you ready for this one? This is the best, uh, the best of 2022, apparently. So the very first one: a Florida man was found with drugs after getting trapped in a porta potty. Ooh, yeah, I think I've heard about this one. You heard about this one? So, um, so he apparently he was found by a deputy. Uh, because he had his foot sticking out of the bottom of the porta potty, and uh, when they called, um, apparently whoever called them reported a disturbance um, around that. And so, whenever the deputy opened the door, they found a powdery substance in a bag that later tested positive for fentanyl, along with a syringe. So, but apparently he had his foot caught in the porta potty and couldn't get it out and. I don't know if he was trying to do his drugs in the porta potty or what. He's probably high. Probably not thinking very clearly. After a police chase, a Florida woman says that she crossed off getting arrested off of her bucket list. Why is that on somebody's bucket list? I don't know. So, um, according to deputies, she was driving 
and she uh, tried to get pulled over, but this lady continued driving. So she eventually stopped and um, was taken into custody, and then she told authorities while she was getting arrested that she had been uh, that she had had getting arrested on her bucket list since high school, and so then she was charged with fleeing and eluding. So apparently, she just eluded. Ran from police just to get arrested, just to cross it off her bucket list. Aiden in the betting. That's what I think of. No, I'm just kidding. Aiden <laughs> that's in from uh, my cousin Diddy, but that's, that's, that's a great movie. But, uh, man, I just don't understand why that's on somebody's bucket list. Like, I think that's just dumb. I mean, why, why go out there and get a record over something? This next one, a Florida man is charged with throwing a hot dog at a St. Petersburg police officer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've heard about this one. Yeah, I, okay. I've heard about this one. So uh, the guy was being warned of violating a city ordinance by an officer, and apparently he ignored the warning and continued to sell hot dogs in the road um, after apparently his permit had ended. And so... Uh, the police officers then asked him to put the hot dogs down, but then he continued his attempts to sell it before coming upset and intentionally throwing the hot dog at the officer, according to documents. Then he was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting um, an officer without violence. So, yeah, he threw a hot dog at him was like, you're not going to tell me not to sell. And people are bold, dude. Like, I mean, I would never ever think of assaulting a police officer like that wouldn't even cross my mind but pe some people are bold like good for him i guess some people are like throwing throwing a hot dog at him all right so uh this guy sounds like he might have been on some serious drugs or something uh florida man drives a stolen truck to the space force base to warn about a battle between aliens and dragons. Oh yeah, that guy was high. So he drove to the Space Force base in Brevard County, and he showed up and said that he was on a mission from the President of the United States. Um, so apparently he stole a truck and drove it about 50 miles. And so when he tried to get into the base, he claimed that the President told him that um, by a mind, so like he, a, a message from the mind here, um, that he needed to take a exactly that he needed he to take a vehicle and warn government officials that there were U.S. aliens fighting Chinese dragons. Wow, that sounds like a, a scene out of Grand Theft Auto when Michael was uh, tripping on the tripping on whatever it was that he took, and then he saw the aliens. That's funny. And so uh, he was arrested and charged with Grand Theft Auto of a motor vehicle. So a Florida man wearing nothing but a cowboy hat attacks a woman with a machete. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Dun, dun. All right, so the Florida man was arrested in October when police said he attacked a woman with a machete wearing nothing but a cowboy hat. Um, so apparently the woman was riding a bicycle. Police said he asked her for a crack pipe. She said she didn't have a crack pipe, so he chased her around with a machete. So he was charged with attempted murder, attempted armed robbery, and aggravated battery with a weapon. That's wild, man. People just, they, some people just need help. I'll pray for them. <laughs> just got a few more here. So a Florida woman speeds through a uh, police checkpoint and takes a selfie during the traffic stop. Oh yeah, I've heard of this one too. So apparently this woman was driving through a police checkpoint, which, you know, those really don't happen in Texas too much. I haven't seen police checkpoints where they just stop people and check their info. No, I've only ever seen it one time, and it when I was um, uh, probably maybe fifth grade. It was on New Year's Eve, uh, and we got stopped because there was a police checkpoint, and people, of course, were 
the police was checking to make sure that people weren't drunk driving. So that's the only one I've ever actually. Yeah, they they used to they used to do that in Mississippi a lot, try to get people caught caught up. Anyways, so she drove through the police checkpoint going about sixty, and according to authorities, um, they chased her down the road. Of course, she finally stopped, and apparently the deputy was waiting for backup to arrive. And he saw her lean out the window and take a selfie before driving off again when the deputy exited his vehicle. So, literally, she stopped, and he was about to get out. She leaned out the window, took a selfie, and drove off. That's funny. Good for her. Just kidding. <laughs> I wonder if she still has that picture. Did she post it to Facebook? She probably did. So, um, alright. Actually, that was the last one. Sorry, I thought there was one more. But apparently that was the last one. Cool beans. Well, that was a great uh, jelly donut. Uh, we're gonna move into the next segment, which is the donut hole. What do you got for us? Oh, man. So, you know we've been... We love to do quizzes and ask each other questions, so why not do that again? So, Chris, I'm going to ask you questions about food's origins. So, how how well do you think you know about where food comes from? Um, I think you did this uh, a while ago, and is this just part two of it? I think I can figure it out. Yeah, this was these were a little interesting actually. I took the quiz myself and I got a lot of them wrong. So I'm curious to see if you know. Alright, so cinnamon buns. So like cinnamon rolls, cinnamon buns, where did they originate from? Was it A Madagascar? B Brazil? C the United States or D Sweden? Ooh, I wanna say either Madagascar or Sweden. Mm, I'm gonna go with Madagascar. Ah, oh, you should have went with Sweden. Yep, it was Sweden. Ah oh, man, I, I I felt like I should have went with it, but I decided not to. Trust your gut. Yeah, right, right. All right. So the next one, um, the popular dish in Chinese restaurants of chop suey originated in which country? The United States, in China, in Mongolia, or Micronesia? Ooh, Mongolia. It is actually the United States. Did you know that chop suey is just something that is made up here in the States? I didn't know that. I don't even know what chop suey is. Chop suey is a Chinese-American creation that roughly translates to assorted mix or miscellaneous leftovers. Uh, so like mystery meat? Could be pig intestines? Kind of, but what I've seen it in regular restaurants, I've seen it like noodles with like different stuff in it you know what i mean okay well i'm not really a big asian food guy but whatever uh next one which i wasn't i wasn't really aware of what this is apparently it's a, a soup of some kind but uh have you ever heard of borscht uh no i've not we could skip that question then but do you want to take a guess of where it's from uh i can give you options romania france ukraine or monaco ukraine Hey, you got it right. Yeah! It sounds Ukrainian. I don't know. So, borscht is a beet soup. So, like, Dwight's root with the beef, with the beets. That's what I literally thought uh, of. Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you can eat it cold or hot. Uh, but it's the national dish of Ukraine. Shout out Ukraine. Hope y'all are doing good. All right. French fries originated in which country? France? Belgium? Canada or the United States? 
Well, French fries aren't made in France. They're originally made in Greece. Just kidding. Uh, that's a dad joke. Um, they're made in the They're made in the U.S. I know that's a U.S. made thing. Actually, they're from Belgium originally. What? No, no, no. Where'd you get this quiz, Buzzfeed? No, no, no. That's it's it's for real. I um I've heard that. It actually, the first time that they came out was in the 1800s, but it was they were used as like fritter stands, like on the street. But the original French fries came from street food in Belgium. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. This is a family-friendly show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one. Uh, which country did ceviche originate in? Do you know what ceviche is? Isn't that the name of your cousin? Uh, one of them. <laughs> so, um, ceviche is a, uh, it's a seafood mix. A lot of time it's like shrimp. Uh, it's kind of like a shrimp cocktail. But it's, um, a lot of times it's like shrimp cocktail with like pico de gallo in there and things like that. Is it Algeria? Is it Peru? Is it Qatar? Or is it Tunisia? Pico de gallo, so maybe Peru. What was the first one? Algeria. Uh, let's go with Peru. You are correct. Peru is correct. As soon as you said Pico de Gallo, I was like, oh, that might narrow it down. The way to describe it here is it says it's uh, marinated fish and shrimp with acidic lime juice, salt, chili, herbs, onion, ginger, tomato, and different garnishes. The popular brand Nutella, uh, the hazelnut spread. Where did that originate from? Is it the Netherlands? Is it the United Arab Emirates? Is it Colombia? Or is it Italy? I want to say Netherlands. That's what I want to say. It is actually Italy. Ah, oh, I knew it was one of those European places. <laughs> it was apparently invented by a guy named Petro Ferrero. I wonder if he did the Ferrero Rocher stuff. Probably, that's what I'm thinking. No, because, yes it is, because that's what is inside those Ferrero Rochers is Nutella. That's what that is. Oh, so there you go. He just took, he just took the the insides of it because I think everybody loved it so much. They just made that. They're in cahoots. Anyways, <laughs> that's probably true. Um, Nutella is good, though. I do like Nutella. Alright, just a few more here. So, fajitas. Chicken fajitas. <laughs> I was like calling fajitas. That sounded fajitas. so wrong. <laughs> I know, it, it that does. so wrong. I'm sorry, it's a family-friendly show. Actually. Anyways, um, fajitas originated in which country? Is it South Africa, Mexico, the United States or Monaco. Dude, I feel like because it's so gimmicky, I feel like it, it originated in the U.S. I really do. Yes, yes it did. It was actually originated here in Texas. Um, it is one of the original um, brands of Chex-Mex cuisine. Uh, okay, be honest though. How many times do you really go to a restaurant and order fajitas? Like, on the cool. How many times do you really do that? <sighs> Trying to think the last time. Because it's like you're ordering, you're not just ordering fajitas, you're ordering like a show. That's what it comes out like. That's exactly the thing. And I'll put it to you this way they're good, but let's be real. A lot of the time, it's actually not that much food in comparison to when you get other things, like depending on where you go, I guess. But most of the time, they bring, bring out the sizzling plate, right? That's half of what I don't like. I don't like the attention that it brings. Because you, it brings to the table. That whole restaurant's looking at your ass. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And here's the thing: it like it is more expensive than what's on the menu. Oh my god! It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, sometimes that thing in in nowadays terms, it's like twenty two to twenty five dollars in comparison to like 
10 to 15 for a normal plate of food. It is the drama queen of food. That's what it is. Because, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I don't like the attention that fajitas brings. I, I don't like it. <laughs> it's expensive. Exactly. See, this is why we're friends. I, I get exactly... <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Just bring my enchiladas. There's no drama with enchiladas. I'll just tell you that much. All right. Um, all right. Next one. Um, apple pie. Where did apple pie originate? Is it England? Ireland? McDonald's. Something like that. Um, <laughs> England, Ireland, the United States, or South Sudan? I'm going to go with England. Uh, you are correct. England it is. So uh, apple pies came from England. All right. The last one. The Hawaiian pizza. So for those of you who don't know what a Hawaiian pizza is, it's got uh, Canadian bacon, and uh, which is basically just ham. I don't know why they call it Canadian bacon. Pineapple. And, and pineapple. Um, so the Hawaiian pizza originated in which country? The Shaley's, the United States, Canada, or the Marshall Islands? I feel like it's from the United States because I feel like it's a, like a California thing. It's actually Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah, I knew it. Those Canadians are weird. Yeah, and it was apparently invented by Canadians who were Greek immigrants. So, yeah. Interesting. I never knew that. So, yeah. Um, weird weird origins of, of food. Uh, I don't know. I found some of those. Like I said, I kind of took the quiz myself, and I got a lot of them wrong. Actually, I was not expecting some of them. Yeah, good quiz. Uh, I didn't do so hot, but yeah, you know, good quiz, good quiz. You know, I made you feel like you're uncultured and whatnot, but it's okay. I'm glad we got on the same page about fajitas because <laughs> I'm glad somebody else feels that way. Yeah, I'm not going to spend all that to, to have all the people look at me. Screw that. All right. <laughs> um, so speaking of things that make you uncomfortable, maybe even ticks you off. It's time for what fries my dogs. And Chris, it's your week. What fries them, buddy? Uh, we have talked about this, and we actually talked about this on the Krispy Kreme show, and we talked about this, I feel like, on our earlier episode of uh, the Donut Box podcast, but I just don't like when people hop on the winning team and then whenever uh, they're, the flip they're flip-floppers, right? And my thing is like, oh, yeah, everybody wants to be on the winning team, right? Everybody wants to be on a team that, that wins, right? And I'm not a big sports guy, but I'm seeing this right now with Colorado. I'm seeing this with that Colorado team. Like, everybody is hopping on that bandwagon, and it's like, man, like, I I, I know that you think that uh, Coach Prime is controversial. I know that. But, I mean, he's successful, right? Like, he's come in, and he's kind of totally shifted the game. And I'm, I can admire what he does. I can admire that. I can admire it, but I don't have to be a fan of it. I'm not going to go out and buy Colorado jerseys tomorrow. But my thing is, like, people want to be on the winning team, but, like, number one, they don't want to be on the climb to get there. And whenever that winning team isn't doing so good, they're so quick to criticize and they're so quick to get off. And uh, that that's just how it is in life. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Fair weather fans is what it is. When the When things are good, they stick around. When things are a little rocky, they go away. My biggest thing is, especially in the region that I'm in right now, where we're seeing it big time is, uh, you know, University of Texas beat Alabama, right? And so now everybody around this area is like, oh, yeah, UT's back. UT's back, and they're going to go, and they're going to go, and they're going to win. And I've never seen so many UT fans, right? But the last few years, you wouldn't really see them, you know? Why? Because they weren't very good. 
<clears throat> but I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of not really in for this age. And a lot of the times, too, you switch over to other sports teams or uh, other professional sports or even college sports. A lot of times it's about the player. It's not even necessarily about the team anyways. So that really gets my goat. Um, okay, I'm diving off into something totally different. You know what I hate? I hate the media, Chris. In particular, the sports media. They sensationalize the crap out of stuff that is stupid. It's the most stupid thing. Like when Aaron Rodgers went down, they're like, oh, yep, he's done. He's done. He's retired. He's done. He's he's out of there. You know what they need to do. And so that was day one, right? Then day two after he gets injured, then it's like, what do they need to do? They need to sign Tom Brady. They need to lure him out of retirement. That's their only chance. That's their only hope. It's like, really? I don't think so. And, you know, it's funny because we've only gone through one week of NFL, but a lot of the storylines are like, yep, they're not going to be very good this year. Nope, they're going to, they suck. You know what? That's not going to be very good. You know, it's like this player's underperforming. And it's like, oh, there was, you've heard of Josh Allen, right? They were talking, they're like, yeah, he's really regressed from last year to this year. And you're going, he's played one game. Like, I don't know how you can really judge if he's regressed or not. He had one game. Well, what I'm talking about, and you can translate this over here into life, right? When you're doing really good, everybody wants to be on your team. Everybody wants to be like, oh, yeah, Micah's doing so good. Yeah, I helped do that. Oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, yeah, I was his friend the whole time. Yeah, especially you see that with famous people like, oh, yeah, I knew so-and-so. He went to my high school. But chances are you probably didn't talk to that person in high school. You probably were mean to them. And so when when you're at the top, everybody wants to be your friend. They want to be on the winning team. They want the success because they live vicariously through you. And so they want that success too, but they're just too lazy to put in the work to do it. And then what happens? As soon as you fall off, They'll be the first ones to criticize you. And I just don't like that. No, I don't like that either. It's a bunch of fake folks out there doing that stuff. I just, I don't know, man. We live in interesting times. We live in really interesting times. People are extremely wish-washy and very bandwagony, even more than before, I feel like. I feel like COVID had a lot to do with that. I've seen that more than ever, dude. Like, just with the wishy-washiness, like, there's no commitment to nothing. Like, I, I feel like that is just amped up since covid like i really do oh yeah it's i don't know a lot of the common courtesies have dropped yep, i think that's a covid thing but anyways that's what uh grinds my gears fries my donuts gets my goat you know what i mean all the uh euphemism be original be original <laughs> yeah yeah in a world full of uh originals be be uh separate or that's another thing and i know this is I'm trying to wrap it up and just another tangent, but it's like, it's like express yourself, be original, but everybody's trying to be original right now. Right? Like everybody's trying to do that thing that sets them apart. And it's like, okay. Then you're kind of just being like everybody else. <laughs> everybody's trying to be a TikToker. Everybody's trying to. Oh, be you know, what's crazy. It's, it's to the point now where have you seen the, uh, what they call like influencer rooms where it's literally big old warehouses full of people and they're just in lines with like the little glow rings, but they're all doing like product reviews or something, but they're all in kind of their own little makeshift cubicles, but it's just miles of that stuff. Wow, that's wild. I mean, that has become a career, so 
I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I, I don't know. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. I don't know. Well, uh, we're going to move into our next segment, which is the Mystery Donut, which is our improv segment. I think we're playing a game. Is that right? Yes, we are. We're playing the ABC game where Chris and I have to create a story or a dialogue going down the alphabet. And, uh, yeah. So, Chris, what are you thinking, man? What do you think we should uh, do this thing about? I'm thinking... At a buffet. At a buffet. I haven't been to a buffet in a long time. I actually went to uh, CeCe's today. That's what's got me thinking about it. Now, was CeCe's good? CeCe's been hit or miss nowadays. Ah, it was all right. It was all right. I definitely think it aired more on the miss side than the hit side, if that makes sense. And this is this is going off to the side just for another second here. I wonder, though, you know, is it just that we've gotten older and actually eaten good food? Or is it just, like, have, has CeCe's fallen off? Because I go there, and I'm going, you know, this used to be such a magical place, and now, <laughs> now not so much. I mean, they have revamped their game room, but at the same token, it's all-you-can-eat buffet with a drink for 12 bucks. So, I mean, you know, it's like, it's about the same price as going and getting a burger somewhere. So, I don't know. And you get to load up on the pizza. Anyways... So, uh, all right. So, yeah, at a buffet. So, uh, would you like to start it? Sure, I'll start. A piece of chicken over there would fit nicely on my plate. But looky, looky, it's burnt because it's been sitting out too long. Could you actually pass me that that roll over there? Don't ask me to pass the roll. You got arms, don't you? Even though I do have arms, it would be nice of you to pass me the roll over there. Oh, well, forgive me. I'll pass them since you asked me so politely. Go over to the dessert bar and see if they have any brownies. Heck no. You asked me first to pass some rolls over. Now you're asking me to go to the buffet? I just want some brownies. Is that too much to ask? Just, just go over there yourself. Kill you is what I'll do after I get this brownie. Let's take this outside then. May we go outside right now? Because I sure would like to. Nah... I'm still trying to eat. Open the door and get your fat, get your fat tuckets out the door so we can fight. Cause this is really bothering. Please, I'm trying to eat my fried okra right now. Quit dancing around the subject. Right. Fine. We'll go outside. Shut your freaking mouth and just do it already. Touch me, will you? How about I smack you in the face? Unfortunately, you are going to lose because I'm a master in kung fu. Very well. I tell you this much: if I lose, I'm going down swinging. Wait. They're just putting out the meatloaf. Xylophones? Is that xylophones I hear? You always use xylophones when it comes to X. Fine. <laughs> well. <laughs> I think your next one yeah, is Z. You're right, it is Z. Zoolander is a movie that I'm not really a big fan of. Wow, that one took a whole different turn. I love how we go going to the buffet yes, and it, it just turns into a fight. Like, I feel like that's how it always goes. <laughs> it's like, we'll find about something. Someone's getting sued. Someone's going to jail. Maybe there's some pent-up aggression that just needs... I don't know. You see, it's just like Michael Scott when he's doing improv. The character's always got to have a gun to make it interesting. We always have to have conflict to make it interesting. I mean, that is true. Every good story has conflict. If you don't have a story that has conflict, then you just got a boring show. Just like Steve and Angela. All right, so let's... Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, you ready to move to our next segment, which is our eclair? Yeah, I think it's your turn to go first. I don't remember. All right, so eclair, which is our positive advice. 
And my advice, do the darn thing right the first time. I don't know how many times I've done this, and let me save you some time. You may think, I'm going to cut corners. And I'm talking about little things, big things, whatever in life, right? You sit here and go, you know what? I'm going to cut corners. I can get to from point A to point B faster if I just cut corners. And No, do it right the first time, or else you'll have to redo the entire thing. And it's going to be a lot more work on the back end if you have to do it over again. It's going to be twice, three times the work. I'm just saying, from personal experience, there's been plenty of times where I think, oh, I don't, I can, I don't have to go and do the whole entire thing. It'll work if I just put 85% into this. No, it'll end up screwing you up. I promise. Good stuff, man. I had to learn that one the hard way for sure. Everybody's got to learn that lesson. Uh, mine is is uh, perception is is everything, man. Like, uh, and so when you're out in the public setting or when you're at work or something, even though um, you may not mean for something to come across bad, it sometimes it can. Some people can perceive that. Uh, you know, there there were a story someone told me that uh, they had witnessed these people like fighting, these coworkers fighting and everything, and they were like, "Oh man, like this is probably an argument that they should have had behind closed doors." Now. Those people may have, may have been kidding around with each other, right? But that person took it as, oh, this person is, like, really fine. They really got beef. So just how you present yourself and uh, people's perception of you is the real thing. Now, you don't want to get so caught up in that that you are just trying to please everybody. But, you know, carry yourself with pride in everything that you do. Kind of like what Micah was saying, uh, do things right the first time. And when you do, people perceive you as being a person that uh, can do things right and someone that can be trusted. So, yeah, that's a big thing, man. Well, uh, like we said at the beginning, go check out uh, Church Rescue. It's on YouTube under Trash Can TV. You can type in Church Rescue on YouTube, and you it'll pop up. Or you can go to our website. Tell us where. Tell them where they can find it. TVTrashCan.com. That's TVTrashCan.com. It'll be on the main page there, so it'll be right there on the front. And even if you want to go to our original works and see some of our other stuff that we've had posted, go ahead and feel free to do that. Um, of course, we'll have some other stuff coming up as well but uh yeah part one dropped today so go check it out and uh super super excited i almost used the word that uh, i think is 15 years removed i almost said we're super stoked for it yeah um i was thinking the same thing but i i gotta be honest with you man like we put a lot of work into it like this is an idea that we've had for like i would say at least 10 plus years and so we to animate it and to kind of make it know our own we put a lot of work into it and so uh you know it's it's a play on the show bar rescue but like with churches and so i mean i i think it's great uh i we will have a preface on the video but preface is we're not trying to make fun of any uh we're not trying to make fun of jesus no church was affiliated with this uh it's just something that we did and we're proud of it so go check it out what else you got? Oh man, I think that's I think that's it for the most part. We appreciate you for wherever you're listening from, and uh, whatever you're doing on this Monday morning or whenever you're listening to this thing, we really appreciate you guys. So go check out our stuff, and uh, man, I think we're good to take this donut box out to the trash and uh, sign off until next week. All right, well I'm Chris and I'm Micah, and this is the Donut Box Podcast. Chimichow.